What are you, what are you eating, big guy? Mm, a blue raspberry fruit roll up. You ever had one? No. Hmm. Ready whenever you are. So you're a toothpick guy now? What is it? Is this just a thing now? You just have a toothpick? Is that a new thing? I saw, I saw my cousin, Marietta, and we were waiting for a table. And next door to the restaurant was it was, it was a taqueria tsunami, mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. We were waiting for a table there. A few doors down was a candy company. Mm-hmm. So I got some caffeine uh, chocolates. To help me stay awake when I'm driving. And I got these toothpicks that are like cinnamon, big red flavored. Oh, a flavored toothpick. Mm-hmm. It helps get fruit roll-ups out of your teeth. I knew I was going to need this. And I didn't know why until I ate that fruit roll-up. The fruit roll-up is stuck in your teeth? Not anymore. No, I didn't think so. Thanks to this. Yeah, I doubt it. Did we start the show? Mm-hmm. Hey, guys. Welcome to the Do It or Else podcast, the weekly Toothpick Friendly Challenge podcast where two friends get together and do things. Mm. That's the energy you were going with? Mm. I'm still, I wasn't ready <laughs> for right. your record while I was enjoying. Well, you, could start I was it, like you could start the show at any time. Out. That doesn't have to I be I was blissed out All on right. that fruit roll up. Mm. Mm. It's, that'll be in the, yeah. it's the Patreon reel. Yeah. <laughs> the pre-roll. Hello and welcome. Oh, that's too loud. Hello and welcome. No, it's too quiet. Do you buy your thumb in a suit? Is that a challenge? Do you buy your thumb in a suit? Fine, let's have a duel. Challenge accepted. If you wanna, wanna, wanna come over. Do you wanna, wanna, wanna go ride? If you wanna, wanna, wanna come over. Do you wanna, wanna, wanna go ride? If you wanna, wanna, wanna come over. Do you wanna, wanna, wanna go ride? Hello and welcome to another episode of the Do It or Else podcast, the weekly challenge podcast where two friends get together and do things. Then we talk about it. Hi, I'm Dustin. And I'm Ryan. We're the hostess with the most fruit roll-ups stuck in their teeth. Is it really stuck in your teeth, big guy? It feels that way. There's just a lot of flavor. I had a fruit roll-up right before recording, and it was delicious. You have a great snack drawer. Thank you. Yeah, Courtney reorganized the snack drawer, and we got we got a whole lot in there. I really needed that too because I was in you a, got a bad fig bar? mood. Yeah, I got a fig bar, got a fruit roll ups, a big glass of water, and I was feeling a little pissed because of all the traffic in Atlanta trying to get over here. What did you take? Did you come on the interstates, or what did you do? I did a combo of uh, streets to I twenty. Once I got on I twenty, it was a breeze. But going so you just came down the Boulevard to Monroe to Monroe to Boulevard, Boulevard, Boulevard. Same road. yeah, and then turned left onto I twenty. Mm-hmm. That's all you did. But that Monroe to Boulevard took forever. It it seemed like everybody was either uh, stuck behind one person wanting to turn left, mm-hmm. and nobody was honking their horn or like trying to publicly shame this these people, these drivers that choose to turn left on like a super busy road where there are no turning lanes. There aren't any designated turning lanes, so it's like kind of like you just have to force your way through two lanes of traffic across a double yellow break, which this time of day, man, go turn right. Take the light, turn right, and then come back across. I think this is an extremely important Ooh. bit of Atlanta information. If you're ever visiting Atlanta, we have famously bad traffic. That's fine. We're cool with that. There is one simple rule. Uh in, in general, don't turn left. Don't do it. Don't turn left. And the most intense place for this rule is where we're actually going next today. I know. Which is Krog Tunnel on Krog Street at uh, where it crosses what? Decatur Street. Mm-hmm. Um, because you just can't turn left. You can't turn left going into the tunnel, coming out of the tunnel. Don't, don't, if, if you're avoiding the tunnel, don't turn left. Just don't turn left. That's the rule. Unless it's wide open, then turn yeah. left. Of course, it's three but in the morning like, and nobody's here. Go ahead, turn, and turn right. Left. It's legal it to out. turn left, but it should be illegal. Yeah, to turn left in in crowded parts of Atlanta, it should really be illegal. We're not built for it. We ain't built for those left turns. 
So the reason we're going to Krog Tunnel, as we talked about last week, and as you can see in the episode title of this week's episode, mm-hmm. it, it's Graffiti Week. It's Graffiti Week. <laughs> it's Graffiti Week yeah. here on the pod. Uh, and uh, so we're going to go down there. We're going to check it out. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to come back and talk about that. And then we're going to leave again and go to a concert. Yeah. It's We've a pretty got, it's big a pretty, day. It's a busy day. We are chock full. And I already have next week's. I already know. You, this is a little peek behind the curtain. I already know what our next week's challenge is going to be. You dirty dog. We just started recording. He's, I'm going to give you a hint. It's Vincent Chan. Gave us, t- uh, submitted it on Instagram. I liked it so much, we're going to do it. I don't cool. know if you already read it or not. Cool. But it's a good one. Oh, dude. Cool. Yeah. So that's a little shout out to the end of the show. If you want to hear what that is, you got to listen to all this. Yeah. I'm sorry, guys. You have to. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, so that's the plan. Dustin was angry. He had a snack. He's feeling better. We're going to do this in that weird two-part version that we do sometimes. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, first... First, we got to get through one thing. Yeah. What's that thing? Oh, we got the interesting facts. We got the got to get through those. That's right. Yeah. Interesting fact. We have to do the whole song. No, it's your song. Interesting facts. Yeah. Did I say the word wrong? No. All right. Interesting facts. Interesting facts. We got to quit doing that song. Maybe not. Maybe not. So this week's challenge was graffiti. So we need to talk a little bit about graffiti. Yep. You had a plan that you, you wanted to break an entry. Don't you think it would have been fun to break into Banksy's art exhibit? Break into Banksy's. Break into Banksy's art exhibit. Banksy does not condone the use of his art in this kind of capitalistic way. He don't like this exhibit. So he would have, he would condone us breaking into the exhibit. Was your logic? It would be so Banksy. It would be so punk rock. Yeah, that would be so cool to break into a museum. Mm-hmm. All and not, and not take anything. <laughs> yeah. So I didn't want to do that. But so what we decided to do was actually go to Krog Tunnel and paint ourselves or spray paint rather on the walls. But do you know anything about the history of uh, graffiti? Like where would you kind of say like the beginnings of it are? Well, I understand it started uh, like the, wait, the original graffiti would go back way back. Way, way, oh, way Oh, I back see the wheels turning. The, over like here. Mediterranean. That's right. Way back to That's the right. first people. That's right. We're going to the Carving thing. on the rock walls. Yeah. You're going to see. The petroglyphs, right? That's the first graffiti. Yeah. I, Just art. A lot of people. So graffiti is like, it's got some Greek. It's some Greek, you know, Mediterranean word. Easily. It's got some root. Right? Graffitasi. Yeah. Like gra- <laughs> graffiti or something. And it's about like making scratches. It's, it's a pretty broad word, uh-huh. what it means. Uh, in the United States, we take it to mean paintings on walls. But, yeah, you have those those cave paintings, I guess, could maybe be graffiti. Or maybe those are fine art. Like That's kind of a value judgment there, right? Mm-hmm. But um, yes. definitively in cities like Rome, we have really good evidence of graffiti where people are just, like, drawing dicks on the wall. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, yeah. and like, like, writing shit about whoever the emperor was at the time. Just, like, or, like, you know, gr- uh Caesar's a dork, you know, like like that stuff full on exists. Yeah, we have it in the historical record. Yeah, they were, you know, all that fine art was going on, like well commissioned art. You mm-hmm. don't think there were some disgruntled artists that were like, so and so sucks. Don't see these busts in the garden. Oh yeah, scratched outside in the stones. You oh know? yeah, and if totally, if, I see like, that say, in my head. Say you bought some some grain from a guy and he did you dirty. Mm-hmm. You're like a seventeen year old kid or whatever. You're probably going to come back and scrawl something on the front of his shop. Mm-hmm. Like those things totally existed all throughout time. Um, kind of more seemingly recently in like our, our American imagination is like World War II. Hmm. Can you, th- I bet, well, World actually, War even before II that, you graffiti. know, you, you had your like hobo graffiti, right? Where they have the markings. Oh, on the a train nice cars. Here yeah. Like, 
But do you know the uh-huh. World War II one? I know you're a bit of a World War II buff. Nah, I wouldn't say I'm a buff. I mean, you're Maybe. pretty ripped. You're I like, pretty World War II ripped. I like World War II stuff. I I wish I knew more. The graffiti. Do you would remember be... Kilroy? No. Tell me more. So there's this bald head with like a nose, kind of like like it's almost like looking over a fence, like Ziggy. Uh, I well Z- <laughs> Ziggy like <laughs> Ziggy Stardust. The cartoon. You're wearing a Ziggy Stardust shirt. Yeah. No, I don't Hi, remember. I'm David the... Bowie. <laughs> So, he loved World War II, but like Nazi occult stuff. What are you talking about? What? He was he was so into ma- magical imagery, and he used he was like, see the World War like World War II Nazis, they were into occult shit because they built power behind the swastika, and he used that same type of magical logic. Not saying he's a, he loved the Nazis, but he used his magical imagery of Ziggy Sardust of the. Thi- the thin white duke of uh the spiders from mars you know like all those different albums he was like almost a different person every time with a different outfit and a different look are you just saying he had good branding like the nazis had good branding yeah hugo boss the yeah. nazis had hugo boss yeah and yeah i guess i get that okay so during world what war ii we, there's yeah, this what? kilroy thing and uh, gis would scrawl this on a fence post or on a wall somewhere all over the European theater that just said Kilroy was here. Uh-huh. And it's just like a dumb thing that kids who were in the army were doing. Wow. Cut out everything I said. No, it's all fine. Like, and put, and just like jump where you're like, you know, Kilroy, yeah. <laughs> they would ride it on these fences. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so that brings you like through the forties and then the real start or the, you know, artistic start of what we think of as graffiti now, 1960s, New York. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And one invention specifically. The nozzle, the compressed air spray paint nozzle. Yeah, just the can itself. The can of paint. The spray paint can got invented. And people started tagging. Specifically, they were like, I think I've said specifically six times in the last minute. You've said it specifically eight times. <laughs> oh, thank you. So <laughs> they're, they're, they start write, tagging, which is writing your initials or some version Literally of your name. writing their name. Yeah. <laughs> But not their actual name, like some sort of like street name, right? So um, bones tagging and graffiti coincide directly with the rise of hip hop, hip hop yep. in New York City, mm-hmm. down on Sedgwick Avenue. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know all about Sedgwick Avenue, I'm I, sure. I've, they named it after me. I know, right? Uh, and then from there, the hip hop scene, break so dancing. From there, yeah, yeah, all that kind of like, is happening at the same like, time. The spray paint can is invented, so people start really, like, crudely and basically, the point is to get your name seen. Mm -hmm. Just to get up high, get people to see it, and the most natural place to put your name, where the most people are going to see it, is... On I-beams. Or... Walls. In New York City, there's a whole lot of subway cars. Subways. So people... I don't know why I'm making it a quiz for you. (laughs) You didn't... That's fun for me. It but, was. Um, so, yeah, those places are great. But people who were tagging cars specifically looked down upon people who were tagging walls. Mm. Because graffiti on cars took on this. Uh, on not on subway cars. On subway cars. On train cars. Yeah. They, it took on this whole other life because graffiti was meant to be seen kind of in a tunnel while it was moving. Hmm. It was seen as like a moving Oh, and around this time also interesting. there there's this push and pull that's constantly there with graffiti which is is this art or is this vandalism right a deviant recreation some might say right because the the roots are clearly vandalism yep just wanting people to see your name is not artistic enough i don't think i don't think that has a whole lot of merit but then you see um these new People found new caps for their aerosol spray paints mm-hmm. that were from other aerosol. Th- so, like, if you got a spray paint can only had one kind of cap on it, but you could get, like, oven cleaner, yeah. had a different shape nozzle, so you could kind of create different shapes and different shadings. And so the art got better and better and better up until the point where, like, guys like, oh, is it Jean-Michel Basquiat, not exactly a spray paint graffiti artist, but kind of a street artist nonetheless, Becomes friends with Andy Warhol. You know, his paintings are selling for millions and millions of dollars mm. now. I think like $56 million or something. What? Yeah. So, you know, he, he died in the 80s. But uh, great, great painter, Basquiat. Um, 
I don't know if I'm saying that right. Basquiat? Jean-Michel Basquiat? I hope I'm saying Biscotti. that Biscotti. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, so you you get sort of this development through the the technology of the cans themselves keeps increase, improving. More colors come out. Um, and eventually... Uh, the subway system in New York. So at one point the complete subway system was completely covered inside and out. Yeah. You can watch videos from like the eighties where it's, it's, it's pretty bad actually. Pretty it looks, scary. it looks bad. There's just so much paint everywhere and it's, it's not practical for like a subway car inside and out. Yeah. It would, I'm sure if everybody's painting inside of the subway car, it stinks of fumes. Right. Seats it's just kind of dirty. Yeah, yeah. 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 All the dirt sticking to the paint. The trash is just getting painted over, stuck mm. to it. Yeah. <laughs> and layers and layers of... So the MTA uh, is like, we want to shut this down. Mm-hmm. So there's two things going on here at once. Like, So graffiti is, is primarily the work of Latino and black kids are doing this art. So there's some just inherent racism and in not wanting their messages spread, right? You can't put up an ad for Coca-Cola if this is here, right? Uh, so it's capitalism, racism, and just like inherently it kind of mm-hmm. does gunk up the works. So the transit authority in New York started a, a system where if a car had been painted or like spray painted or whatever, it could not run until they had had a chance to completely clean all the paint off and get it back in the wow. system. Okay. And they did this one train at a time. So like one line at a time. Uh, and the artist kind of like realized what was happening because it kind of turns the community against the painters. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Motherfucking graffiti again. <laughs> who is who is slowing me down? Right, because the train won't job. show up. Yeah. And who are you gonna blame for that? Yeah. You're gonna you're gonna blame you know, it's it's a it's kind of a game going on here. Wow. Yeah. And so one day all the artists in this one borough, I think in, in Queens or something, mm-hmm. painted in like a hundred cars in the train yard. They just like they're like, well, they're gonna have to run the cars, right? <laughs> Guess what? They just didn't run them. Damn. They just didn't run the trains for a couple of days while they were cleaning. Like there was one train for this entire line. Oh man. Um, which basically put an end to that. Yeah. In in the New York subway system. Now, of course, it's if you're like looking at like big train, like big trains, not yeah. subway cars. Those are still everywhere, and now you see yeah. it on walls a whole lot more, and it's. It, I don't know how you feel about it. How do you feel personally about graffiti? Ooh, um, I I think you know there's a like a place for it um, in my recreation industry. You know, like certain communities are doing graffiti parks where they're just they you know they just make these pretty cool concrete cinder block spaces, and then like once a week they repaint them. You know, and there's like volunteer groups that just like do weekly repaints and like just paint everything white again. And then right. it's just like, it's a space for people to hang out and express themselves. Cause that's really what it's all about. So like, I'm all for like expressing yourself, but like if you were to graffiti up like my truck as part of your expression, expression like yeah. that's fucking sh- That is really upsetting. Are we allowed to cuss on I just show? holstered that for some reason. <laughs> yeah. Cause I, I felt like I was going to scream. Yeah. Uh, Cause I, I, thought about that and if um yeah remember in right past and, times and, and in the same way High? if you're a business owner and someone yeah. who's is spray painting the wall of your business you you feel the same way mm-hmm. so it, it's this weird kind of back and forth but then there's kind of also this weird middle ground of like advertisement mm-hmm. so you're a business owner you you're you've spent money con- building this like temporary wall around your construction site those always get tagged in the yeah city. yeah they'll be completely covered by the end and then it's a little weird, right? It's like, well, you were the person advertising your new condos to everybody. Mm-hmm. And now he's mm-hmm. just advertising, I guess, <laughs> that his name is Moolah. And you're like, I, I don't know. I guess I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> right? I, I really like just the idea of, you know, different ways to graffiti or publicly display art. You know, some people take a lot of time doing stencils and murals and like, you know, get permission mm-hmm. or get even commissioned to do like a large graffiti piece, you know? Well, in and Atlanta, then, this is really big and I'm sure it's big in other cities and in your parks thing too, where, um, we have like the living walls mm-hmm. throughout the city, designated spaces that once a year, this big section of some big wall, uh, generally around like major infrastructure, right? Mm-hmm. 
gets repainted. So you get this block, and, and for the most part, the work is really great. You have to be kind of picked to be part of it. There's hundreds of artists who get spots like this. Mm-hmm. And for the most part, nobody messes with their stuff. Yeah. So it kind of creates, I think, a workable solution. But you're right. There are other kinds of graffiti that we haven't talked about. So there's like wheat paste posters. Yeah, those are those are cool. Paste, po- like doing the pasted posters mm-hmm. is, I think, really cool. If you've got like, if you're trying to do something with a lot of detail, right. you can make like a really cool 3D image, print it out on like a big piece of paper or whatever, at like a like a uh, a FedEx, for example. You just plug in your USB into the FedEx printer, and then you can print out like a six by four fathead version of yourself, cartoon mm-hmm. form. Put that. Well, and guys like Shepard on the wall. Shepherd Fairy was a wee the obey guy. Yeah, the obey guy. Obey. Uh, 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 what was his other one? Um, who's who's the famous wrestler back in the seventies? Oh, that was Andre the Giant. Those uh, were his eyes. Andre has a posse. That yeah. was him also. And then mm-hmm. eventually he did the Obama poster. He did the, the famous Obama red poster. and blue mm-hmm. Obama poster. So like, this is another way that these graffiti artists are just becoming getting seen, getting, getting seen, and getting uh, respected as artists themselves, yeah. right? Not as outsiders. Yeah. Uh, you have uh, Space Invader like yeah. all throughout Europe you who know, does David like tile Cho? work. Have you seen David Cho? The David Cho. Cho show. I have not seen the David Cho. Oh my Cho god! Show. So yeah, that's just to- whole totally different recommendation. David Cho is awesome from like many perspectives, creatively and just a level of emotional vulnerability he brings to his work, and you know, struggling with a lot of things that he's open about. So inspiration. Is this a television show? If you're going through dark times, is this a TV show you're telling me about? He has like on FX. It was a four episode show, and it's like kind of like an art show. That okay. He, that he made. Is there like a podcast? Like, what are you recommending? Just look him up. Yeah, look him up on the Rich Roll podcast. Okay. The Rich Roll podcast. Rich Roll is an ultra marathoner, and he's got. Well, these guys are pals. I don't know if they're pals, but they're pals now after the interview. Weird. Yeah. Okay. It's cool. cool. Yeah. It's that's what I said. That's cool. sweet. All right. So, uh, that's yeah, a, that's a cool. pretty pretty. So, hey, r- a rough. Let me rewind. Oh, David Cho. David Cho on The Mandalorian, he did a lot of the alien graffiti that you see. Mm-hmm. And they would do, like, watching his videos of them time-lapsing, just yeah. painting over and over and over again to give it years of, of patina in different alien graffitis over the years. This guy's guy's a he's graffiti got, artist for the man. Graffiti artist. He works for the mouse. I guess he does work for the man. He works for the mouse. But... I would work for the mouse if I had an opportunity. Yeah, graffiti, it doesn't seem like it's <laughs> necessarily anti-authoritarian, right? It seems like it, or anti-capitalistic even. It just seems like it's uh, self-promotion. Mm-hmm. So listen to Do It or Else. Yeah. It's my audio graffiti. Yeah. Let's do our own graffiti now. All right. Let's go out and let's tag some stuff. All right, here we go. Woo! I still got paint under my fingernails. I got paint on my neck. Do you still have paint under your fingernails? It's just different paint. Oh, what have you been painting? Um, well, I'll, I'll tell you later. I've been painting at my house. You doing that canvas? Still working on that canvas. It's been fun. But, uh, yeah, I still got paint under my fingernails from our graffiti, which was like five days ago. Yeah, we should say that was five days ago now. <laughs> yeah. We got too drunk at the concert. Interstellar time rules we, apply we came back to the house and dusted courtney was asleep in the bed and you were like do you still want to do it <laughs> Jesus, do you remember let's, let's just record do we can still do it and i was like no nah, man i can't even stand up straight that's like, a bad idea dustin and then we went to bed so um here's what i learned from the challenge dawes is a great band great band they the do eastern, not play the hits the eastern is a good venue they don't play the hits. Uh, yeah, they, they could like have one and a half hits. Modern hits. They're Mo- new. They're doing? the new they're modern. modern they're band. the new modern hits. Okay. Yeah, Dawes is really forward looking, but for a band that's been around so long, uh, you guys maybe have never even heard of them. But if you did, you know, there's like you know, there's ten songs on Spotify, uh, like are, that are the top songs, right? When my time comes. Oh. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was good. They played that. That's all you need, really. Yeah, it's a really. I mean, you do. They had to play that. They have to play that one. But um, they have a lot of like sadder, more like intense songs, like really like meaningful tunes. They did not play. Feeling, feeling, yeah, feeling the COVID vibes. But uh, yeah, they were kind of looking forward, I guess. But it was really lovely to be at a concert again. And I guess it's five days we didn't catch COVID that no. we know of. So we're the, the vaccines work. You had to like show paperwork to get in. It mm-hmm. felt really cool. Mm-hmm. And we were drinking shots, which I have not done in five, six years. One shot. Ah, uh, no, I did two shots. You did. Yeah, you and I did a tequila shot that early was on. Our first one, and then we did a fireball shot later in the night, which is less strong. You're but right. We, we did, did those. Do one. That was that was. I think that's you why I, both of, both of these rounds. You're right. I did, and I think I made a fatal error with the fireball shot. We shouldn't have done that one because that's way too much sugar for us at our age. <laughs> the alcohol is different. We had a good time. The sugar is bad. We had a good time. So uh, we'll get back to the graffiti in a second. But we went to a concert with Rachel and Matt came with us. Hey, guys. We went and saw this show. So you and I went and saw a band play on the roof of the Eastern first. And Mm -hmm. we had maybe three rounds of drinks up there. Three drinks. Yeah. 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 We had cocktails, shots, and then I think brewskis. All right. On the roof. You're, you're, uh, You're really... Being transparent with our well, substance just, abuse here. <laughs> I, well, you know what, man? I don't generally drink more than five drinks anymore. We went out. I think we had 11 or 12 drinks. Maybe you. We drank all through the concert. Then we went out to a bar. Then we went out to another bar. Mm-hmm. But first, we, we, did went, graffiti. To the, we went to the Krog Tunnel. <laughs> we did so we had three cans of spray paint in our inventory. A graffiti would have been a lot different if we had done it at the end of oh the night. Oh, my God. Oh, God. I, I, yeah, it would have been bad. We have, we would have be talking about our urgent care visit because we sprayed <laughs> paint in our eyes. Ah, <laughs> I didn't know it went that way. <laughs> so we go to the Croc Tunnel where I think graffiti is legal. Nobody tells you not Nobody to. Nobody tells you not People to. People walk by smiling as mm-hmm. we were doing it the whole time. I we might have gotten one listener out of it. Remember? <laughs> oh, yeah. That guy's like, what are you doing? Oh, we're just making graffiti. <laughs> Yeah, he's like, and he was like, I think he legitimately thought we belonged there and should be doing graffiti there. Yeah, because there is good graffiti there. Yep, uh, and we were both wearing cool shirts, appropriate shirts for a yeah. concert and yeah. graffiti and for graffiti, very colorful. But um, so the first thing we did was you set to work uh, ruining my paring knife. That was that was uh, a solid sacrifice on your part. I'm sorry I didn't listen to you, and I just moved forward with using the paring knife. I think the conversation went something like this. I was like, oh, you're going to make a stencil? And you're like, yeah. And I was like, well, don't use any of my knives. And he said, okay. Let and me use I- this small one. And I, I, I just thought it was a shitty one because it had a plastic handle, and all your other knives have really nice handles. That's true. It's not like a full tang it, fancy knife. It was a flimsy piece it, of shit knife it- that you get uh, off of, like, the tiny edge of Target's rack. It's the one that Wire Cutter recommends. How much was it? $35. Oh my God. I'm sorry. It's a $35 pairing knife. It looked like an $8 knife. Oh, yeah, but it's sharp. It worked. It though. cut the paper grape. <laughs> so Dustin made like two. I couldn't like perceive of how he was doing this, but you, you took, uh, we should say, the, the logo from the show, the Do It or Else podcast logo. Look at your phone now, that logo. Yep. And you stenciled it on the iPad that we yeah, record the show it, on. Yeah, traced yeah. it with a pen. Yeah. Yeah. Did you guys know we record the show on an iPad? We're um, so modern. Yeah. So uh, then you, you, you traced that, and then you cut that out with a knife. Mm-hmm. And then you did some other second stencil that I didn't quite understand. I didn't comprehend the logic of, mm-hmm. which was the holes in all the letters mm-hmm. was another stencil. Yeah. Yep. So that is basically a two-layer stencil, um, if you want to think of like a black and white photo. Mm -hmm. If you only have one color, if it's just an all-white photo, what do you see? You don't see any Mm -mm. contrast. You don't see any definition. Just ghosts. So, yeah, so the the first stencil is, is your main color. The second stencil, that's just the tiny holes where you have the letter, uh, uh, O and uh, the 
circle and O, you have to cut out just the, the inner donut circle. hole. You cut out the donut hole. And you cut out the holes in the R, in the D, in uh, the, the other O in podcast, the, e? the top of the A. You don't need to do the E because that's a solid. They're on the loops. They're yeah, on, there's a the little hole in the top of an E. We used all caps. Oh, shoot. Okay. Yeah. So it's an all caps logo. And I should say, uh, uh, you can see this graffiti on our Instagram now. It will be posted along with this episode. Yeah. So we had three different kinds of spray paint. Mm-hmm. Uh, two that I had had from a previous outing, painting in the Crog Tunnel. I should tell you, uh, when we first bought these spray spray paints, we have peach and blue. Yeah. Uh, it was me, uh, Courtney, and Andrew Klein. And we just walked around with these spray spray paint cans, shaking them. You know, there's a little ball inside, and it like ding, ding, rattles around in there. And we would walk up to cars and just say to people, like, hey, is this your car? <laughs> and, it's a fun game. And, and, then, and then, then we'd, I don't know, just keep like walking. the threat of, of violence, I guess. I don't, mm, yeah, or, I don't think we ever said really it to a get, real person. Yeah. It was just our imaginations. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you provided one can of spray paint. Of bright fluorescent orange uh, marking paint that I use for work. And you have to spray it upside down. Yeah, it shoots right out the top, straight up Mm -hmm. or straight down. Straight down, yeah. Uh, Because it's meant to be put on some sort of stick. On a stick. Why didn't you bring the stick? Oh, man, I don't got time for a stick. You don't have one? I don't have one. Yeah, so that was something I noticed. You don't care about getting paint on your hands. No, I still got paint on my hands. I do not like getting paint on my hands. Um... Why is that? Specifically paint? What if, like, ketchup gets on your hands? You freak out? No, I used to be a cook. I had no problem getting food. And Just paint? Uh, yeah, I don't want paint on my hands. I, I think it's the smell. Mm. I think it's the smell of paint that if I go to sleep and I tuck my little my little. Do I have in, paint on the bottom of my feet? Yeah, what the so, hell? So, remember, I've been painting at my house. I what stepped on some last night when I was painting. And that doesn't bother you? No. You should well, have seen my hands. I'm upset about it. My hands were like, like covered in paint. And so it's you got like, paint on your feet and then you just put your shoes on? Today I did. You didn't have paint inside your shoes. No, they're on my feet. Ugh. The paint's on my feet. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like this The paint is now on the tunnel. And our logo's on the tunnel. Yeah, so we took your stencil. We carved them just in paper rather than cardboard because we didn't have razor blades. Yeah. Uh, and I really thought like paper is not going to work. This paint is going to go straight through. But it didn't. It worked. It kind of worked. And we did, I think, 40 or 50 stencils. <laughs> oh, total? Yeah. Oh, uh, that's a high number. I think we did 60? like eight. Okay, we did like seven. <laughs> Maybe eight. And then one random freehand one. Um, oh, yeah, you did a little drawing. Yeah, it was kind of weird. Of like a creepy fat guy a holding a, holding heart, a balloon. heart balloon. Yeah. And so you guys can go on the Instagram right now and tell us if these are any good. Uh, but it, it, it kind of killed two birds with one stone. We got out there and we got a new listener out of it. So yeah, thanks for watching us in the tunnel. Thanks for listening to us here. Yeah. Cause I think he thought we were real graffitists. Yeah. yeah. We are now. Yeah. I think, yeah. Uh, you know, I think it, we can add it to our LinkedIn page. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ryan Sedgwick, realtor, <laughs> gr- graffitists, uh-huh. Dustin Graham, uh, just we're just artists now artists artists yeah that feels nice mm-hmm. i'm an artist it feels good let's just sit in that and uh, listen to this ukulele every week on our show we create a custom review scale to review our custom challenge. No two challenges are alike, and thus no two scales could ever possibly be alike. The responsibility for creating the scale falls to one man and one man only. You know him as Father Christmas, but I know him as the Red Rider himself, Mr. Dustin Graham. What is our scale? Man, I just flashed back to shooting Black Bart out of the window. You know, mm-hmm. you'll shoot your eye out, shoot your eye out, kid. The scale this week, I thought about it really hard. So you always do. You, yeah. You plan ahead. And um, so I had a lot of time to think about this because we had a, a little a few days between you had a last respite. week and this week. A little respite. Um, I love to that. Re- I love that word. From our I love right? the word respite. 
So in that respite, I did some more interesting fact research. Mm. The original spray paint cans. Mm. Um, they because I had said they were made in like the sixties. Yeah, and I, 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 this is not about like when they were first made. It's yeah, about yeah. the rattler inside. Ooh, they the used threatening guy in there. Yeah. So guess what the first little thing in there to mix up the paint was? A ball bearing. Nope. You're so wrong. Uh, cow's teeth. What the fuck? How many cow's teeth in the spray, spray, spray paint can? Why would you need more than one? In this scale, in my scale, what you can is fit. the little rattler doing in there? So paint mixing up the is paint. congealing in there or something it's, or separating? It's mixing up the paint because there's... So it's... it's paint separates, I guess. In it's can. just like any can of paint. If the you, pigment and the substrate. Yeah. If if you get a can of paint, like a gallon of paint, you have to mix it with the stick before you use it. Because the pigment's not going to stick to whatever the is. It'll just be uneven. You'll have an uneven color mix because the, the, the inks, the, the, the actual dyes in the pigment separate from the whatever the paint material is made out of. Yeah. I want to see, is there clear paint? Mm-hmm. The, what color is paint without pigments, I guess? Is it clear or is it like white? It's probably it, just the primer, the whitish. It's just white like primer. primer. White like primer. That's what they called me in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, so <laughs> cow's teeth, go, 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 go. How many cow's teeth do you give this? And this is out of twenty. Because you could man. put, could you, you could put twenty cow's teeth in <laughs> one spray paint can. That's true. They, yeah, you could. They started with 20. I don't know 20. how big a cow's... What? They started with 20 in the paint can, the original paint cans, and they realized that's way too many. And they, you know... Yeah. So, yeah. So Yeah. Uh, I don't believe you. Fine. That's You, <laughs> you don't have to believe me. So, at 20... Because how big is a cow's tooth? It's got to be bigger than a man's tooth. I, I imagine cows have these huge molars meant for, like, grinding... Um, Grass. You'd you know, be cows surprised. have multiple stomachs. Have we talked about that on this show? They got four stomachs, but you'd be surprised at how small a cow's mouth is. Do you know? Do you know how they digest like uh, grass and stuff? Oh, I know they constantly eat it, spit it back up. Yeah, chew on it, swallow it, spit it back up, swallow. Yeah, it. so I imagine they got these big chewing molars. Yeah, no, nah, they're really small, teeny tiny. To- yeah, Little. they're smaller than ours. <laughs> <laughs> They're smaller than ours? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. You're an idiot. Um, so teeny tiny baby cow teeth out of 20. Oh, you... did I not? Spe- yes. Pygmy cow teeth. Yeah. I forgot. Yeah. I didn't specify. Lilliputian. Mm-hmm. Yeah. These are teacups. Good reference. That is a Gulliver's travel reference. If you don't know it, read the book. Dustin it's likes my words. A great yeah, because he's better at them. I don't know how to say them, but when I hear the words I'd like, I'll, I'll I'll tell you. I like that reference to Gulliver's Travel. All right, I want you to score this. You go ahead and go first. Oh, uh, 20 being the best. Mm-hmm. Uh, just the act of making graffiti with you was a solid 18. But wow. I have regret for using your paring knife and dulling it slightly. I don't think it's ruined. It's but garbage. I, now. I tried to cut a peach and it just. It, I, de- I might as well. You know, there's a pit a rock. in the peach. Oh, God. That's what it was. That's what it is. <laughs> oh, shit. You need a bread knife. I was like, you it need, won't go all the way through, you man. You need a bread knife. It won't go all the way through. <laughs> so I'll subtract five for that. So 13. A 13, wow. 13 cow's teeth. That's low. But only because Do I feel really bad. Do you really feel that much shame about using that? I'm, I'm just having fun picking on you. Well, it's fun for me to pick on you. It is for you. And I know for uh, for you, it, that's how you like express uh, like your love and affection to friends is through jocular satir- uh, okay. sac- satire. Right. But I still feel you're sensitive. I am a sensitive boy. So I hurt and I but I also like your knives. I know you care about your knives. Yeah. And I don't care about the parents. but it was a new knife. Yeah. You did in the moment, it, and you care about me not yeah. listening to you. Yeah. That's what mm. I feel sad about. Well, that's fine. And I'm sorry. All right. Well. But it took five. But thanks for doing the <laughs> so show we're with down me. down to 13. Talking. Okay. Down to 13. That's where I'm at. All right. Um, right. I'll go. 
I think, uh, can I go? Can it be my turn? Yeah, I feel heard. You can go. <laughs> you feel hurt or heard? Both. Hmm. I feel heard. <laughs> heard. <laughs> like thundering a, herd, like yeah, the thundering herd. Of Lilliputian cows. Cows feet. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, tiny so... cows. Tiny, <laughs> tiny cows. cows Man, feet. I... The idea that like there were people in the, it was daytime. There were people in the it was evening. There were people in the tunnel walking by, and the idea that like they're gonna watch like this one the first guy mm-hmm. like paid attention to what we were mm-hmm. doing. Yeah, which I hated. <laughs> yeah, I don't mind an, an audience for something, but I want to be good at it. They thought we were artists and we were posers. Yeah, and it, so I felt real bad. I felt like a real dingling. You didn't want to do it. it did not. Like. Yeah, but I, I wasn't. It wasn't so much that I didn't want to do it to the point that like I wasn't going to go there, but that I was even going to express that. Mm. It's just sort of like nervous energy. Uh, I think I used the spray can can like twice. You did it twice, but it I, like I twice. didn't want to get paint on my hands. I didn't <laughs> want to do it because I didn't want to be um, two things. I don't. This is something we just have to get over. Which is the fear of self-promotion. Yep. Because uh, both of you are, and I are salesmen and we have a, uh, a show that we do. <laughs> like, we should just accept that self-promotion is part of our lives. Yeah. Um, but the idea that we were like promoting the show with a stencil felt a little funny to me. And people were like, oh, you have a podcast? Cool. I was just, I don't know. I just felt like judged. Nobody said anything that wasn't positive. Everybody was cool. Uh, and everybody, I think, thought we were cool. Everybody thought we were really cool. But I felt really uncool. Um, because we had paint, they didn't have, yeah, paint. we brought it. They can have some if they want. We emptied those cans out, right? We used that paint, yeah. So, um, for that reason, I was still, though, really impressed by the stencil you made. I was like, shit, man, it worked, and it worked over and over and over. I could not believe how much paint was on that single piece of college ruled paper. It got wet, it, <laughs> it was, was real wet, was and wet. you just let paint all of your hands. I was like, I'm not putting paint on my hands. <laughs> So I just let you do it, but it was pretty fun hanging out. Uh, I I love that little tunnel. I love hanging out over there in Cabbage Town. So I'm gonna give it. Uh, uh, let's. Well, yeah, I'll, I'll match you a baker's dozen cow teeth. Solid. Because it was cool, and the the you guys will like the pictures. So uh, and plus, it was a really fun night. That was the most fun I've had in like a since COVID. Yeah. Just like going out and getting sloshed. And being part of a biomass. Yeah, being with the people in the world. like mm-hmm. It's hard not to connect that those two things together. They happen at the same time. Yeah. Going to a concert and partying and painting in a tunnel. Uh, so get your COVID vaccine and uh, meet us back here where we will pick next week's challenge. Sweet. teased it at the top of the show mm-hmm. so you know it's coming mm-hmm. dustin you're aware of what the challenge is I, because pre- guys we have an instagram account it's at do it or else pod at do it or else pod it's on instagram and it's where we interact with the public and uh, people send in challenges from time to time obviously we, we kind of took a break from making the show for the summer but people noticed we were back. We got a few messages. It was nice to hear from everybody. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, a lot of sweet, lot of sweet things in there. Uh, people, people wishing you well, Dustin, which was really Thank nice. Thank you all. Um, and Vincent from high school. Mm-hmm. Sweet Vincent, Mister Milton High School himself. Oh, did he win? What does he that won. mean? Was how do you become Mister Milton High School? So uh, we were in the same like class, like competitors in mr is a talent show y'all in our high school and uh i did the napoleon dynamite dance and vincent did like one minute star wars and i don't know if you remember this no i wait wait because we did a talent show we you a, and i that was a different we had a show. separate talent show you're talking about the talent i was, I was show, right in this we oh, did this was like a pageant it's the pageant it's not homecoming it's not prom it's mr and mrs Milton High School. Wow. We did, you and I did the Milton High talent show where we did uh, uh, Anchorman. Okay. That's different from Mr. Mrs. Afternoon Delight we did. We did Afternoon Delight. 
Vincent with Nate and Andy. Yeah, Vincent did the one minute Star Wars and like acted out Star Wars super fucking fast. It was awesome. Okay, and he won. He won. Yeah. So it was just a talent. That's how you won. There wasn't like no, a swimsuit was, or not a, a swimsuit. Well, like, yeah, they yeah they made us do that thing, and it's like Dustin likes so and so. Vincent wants to be a a NASA scientist when he grows up. Uh, so and so wants to save children in. Yeah, who else was in Whatever. this competition with you? I can't remember. I just remember Vincent won. Well, congratulations, uh, Vincent. Vincent. We're proud of you it. for being Mr. Milton High School. Um, it's kind of an honor, actually, that you would write into our podcast because I know we we have that's actually the a loser here from the yeah. challenge. Yeah, I'm glad I didn't win because the responsibility falls on Mr. Milton High School to actually pick challenges for podcasts. Yeah. And so without further ado, it was a really good challenge. Um, it, guys, I want you guys to come up with challenges like this one because it doesn't it's not shitty. Like it's not. And I, I mean, shitty in the sense that, like, it's not going to hurt me to do. How fast can you eat a jar of mayonnaise? Yeah. <laughs> like can, how many how many nails can you fit in your in your eyeball or something like just Whoa, okay <laughs> well I, I had so many other things that could have been and nails. I went with the least <laughs> no I'd already said nails right so then it was like in what big guy <laughs> so, how many nails can you successfully put in your pocket <laughs> yeah thank you I'm blushing so your eyeball uh so Vincent came up with um uh uh, say it for me, Dustin. How many thumbtacks can you put in your eyeball? <laughs> yeah. is what he said. And you have to do that. Da-na, da-na. Hey, every yeah. time you put a new uh-huh. one in. It's the new chubby bunny. It's taken the world by storm. <laughs> no, the real challenge. Say the it. real challenge. Vincent wrote in that we are, we, if we want to eat something, we have to eat the recommended serving size I of this the challenge. Thing. Recommended serving size. So this is going to help us like get in touch with our relationship with food in a more accurate uh, version of the FDA recommendations of, 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 a, of a certified food serving, right? That sticks to your package of food that's certified by the FDA. <laughs> stick it to your package, maybe. <laughs> your, your average serving size, for example, like Fig Newtons, right? Who was it? Was it? I can't remember the comedian that had a great bit about it. I think it might have been Brian Regan. He's like, you know the serving size of Fig Newtons? It's two cookies. <laughs> Who just eats two Fig Newtons? I eat Fig Newtons by the sleeve. <laughs> like, like, but yeah, like that. If you want Fig Newtons, you can yeah, only have two. I'm interested in this. Uh, he said it happened to do with something like he was making ramen or something like instant ramen. And, and like, he, yeah, he uses he two said, ramens. I, well, I think he said like one package of ramen is two servings. Oh, oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I think the best way we can do this, I think, Dustin, is kind of make your own rules. And then next week, we'll just talk about kind of however you did this. I don't want to have uh, any like specific no, control like, on this. Like the, I think that just the biggest thing, right, is if, you know, if you're going if you're going out to eat, that's different if yeah, and if, if you're, you're cooking food, at if home, you're if you're here at too, home, like, how are you going to do it? If you buy like if it's you buy packaged foods. Packaged foods, but also, you know, if you're making rice, they break down the serving size of cooked volumes of that food. Right, right, right. Yeah. So eat everything by serving size. Yeah. If you make a big batch of rice, but the serving size says a third cup of rice or whatever that rice mm-hmm. serving is, that's that's what you get. Unless you're going to have two servings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, that wasn't part of his challenge. Yeah, you can have as many, many servings. Yeah, all right. Like, if you want more food, right? I think you just have, you have to have to different else. foods. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just of that another of that. thing. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's all like right. I yeah, think you it's kind of like as a, much food as you want. It, just should, has to it be should be kind size. of like a punch card of yeah, like I, if I, I, I want Cheetos today, oh, I got to pick out twelve Cheetos. Yeah, <laughs> like, and that's it. <laughs> yeah, I'm really interested to see too because like, what does and doesn't have a serving size? Like, does gum have a serving size? Like, does and what is the um. What is the cutoff we're going to have mm. for each like sitting of a, of a thing, right? Are we going to say like within that meal, you can only have so much of that serving? Yeah, I think it's just like or within know, the day. If we're going to do our, you know, I, I don't know about you, but I've been like kind of skipping breakfast and eating a like later lunch 
Okay. So like, you know, if I want my cup of coffee, I I'm going to try to measure out like what is the serving oh, of a cup I of like coffee yeah. on like the back of the grounds, right? Yeah. So I'll take it to be like, oh, okay, if I want to make a cup of coffee, I need to measure out a half tablespoon or whatever the measurement is of coffee grinds to make that one cup of coffee. That's interesting. Right? Yeah. So I think I'll I'll do it that way. If I want a snack, I'll snack, but like, okay, I, I need to take a measurement of my almonds. <laughs> you know? Yeah. You know, at what is okay. Yeah, uh, we're gonna have to keep little measuring cups with us. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that's the challenge. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you can call in to the podcast and get your voice on here if you're some sort of freaking weirdo. I dare you to do that. That would be so strange. You call us at. Oh, man. I think that's 724 Do It Pod. 724 Do It Pod. I'm pretty the sure letters it's still turn active. into numbers. I don't know how it works. Uh, you can email us, I think. Do it or else pod at Does gmail. anybody check that email? No. Nah, it's dead. Don't do it. Um, and it's definitely <laughs> where our invoices go. Oh, shoot. I wonder if our hosting is running out or something. No. Um, we should check. It's definitely not. Okay. Did you get a new credit card or something? Yeah. We're good. Did you update the new credit card? We're updated. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see if the podcast is up next week. Um, <laughs> and then uh, the main thing is, I talked about it before, the Instagram account, do it pod. Do, do it or else pod. pod. On Instagram. Uh, my name is Ryan Sedgwick. I sell houses for Sotheby's International Realty. Uh, if you want to buy a house, give me a call. His name is Dustin Graham. He sells playgrounds for. Yeah. Uh, don't forget your website, Sedgwick Sells Atlanta. Sedge. Sedge Sells Atlanta. Sedge Sells Atlanta. Sedge Sells Atlanta. Sedge Sells Atlanta. Put it in your what's brain. What's the name of your company? Yo, if you want a playground made in your neighborhood, in your in your kid's school, in your city, go to playgroundcreations.com. Playgroundcreations.com. Yeah. Playgroundcreations.com. Yeah. See, maybe it works better if we self-promote one another. That feels better. Yeah. Let me let me introduce you to my boy Ryan. He sells the dopest houses in Atlanta. Dope, dude. Listen. That is so not the Sotheby's vibe. I had other. Oh, it's so good, dude. I had other friends try to sell my house. Mm-mm. Never again. Mm-mm. Garbage. These people don't know what they what they're doing selling houses. But this guy, Sedge. He knows what he's doing. You want to buy a house? Sure. I hope you do that, too. SedgeSellsAtlanta.com. Yeah, but seriously, check it out. SedgeSellsAtlanta. You can uh, look at my headshot. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) All right. All right, guys. It is so fun seeing you. um, Talking to you. Talking to you guys. You You guys are sweet babies. We're happy to be back. And as always, the winner of the slogan contest will be announced. Next week. 